In the name of the Father, and of the Son, and of the Holy Spirit, one God, Amen. Today, as you heard in the Synexerium, we celebrate the translocation of the relics of Saint Stephen. And Saint Stephen actually, although what was mentioned about him in the book of Acts was very little, but his life actually impacted and still impacts many people. Saint Stephen actually was chosen because he was filled with the Holy Spirit. As you heard in the book of Acts today in the liturgy, uh, and Stephen, full of faith and power, did great wonders and signs among the people. This power and faith uh, and the Holy Spirit actually uh, made St. Stephen stro- strong and powerful evangelist to preach the word of God. When they chose the seven uh, deacons, the requirements, as we read in Acts chapter 6, verse 5, and saying, pleased, uh, sorry, and they chose Stephen, a man full of faith and the Holy Spirit. Stephen, full of faith and the Holy Spirit. And the Bible testifies about him, he was full of faith and power, and he did great wonders and signs among the people. So, in order to be witness for Christ, we need to be filled with the Holy Spirit. All of us, we were anointed with the Holy Oil, and all all of us, we received the Holy Spirit. But sometimes, we quench the Spirit in us. Sometimes we grieve the Spirit in us. Sometimes we resist the Holy Spirit in us. In this way, actually, we will never be filled of the Holy Spirit. In order for the Holy Spirit that we received in the day of our baptism to fill us completely, we need to surrender completely to the work of the Holy Spirit in repentance and also in his direction and guidance to us in obeying God's commandment. When we do this, we will be like St. Stephen, full of faith and full of the Holy Spirit. Then St. Stephen, he was falsely accused. And as the Lord promised us, don't worry how you are going to speak Because at this hour, the Holy Spirit will teach you what you ought to speak. And one of the wonderful things that was mentioned about St. Stephen in Acts 6, verse 10, they were not able to resist the wisdom and the spirit by which he spoke. So he started speaking and preaching Christ. Although they falsely accused him that he was speaking blasphemous word against Moses and God, but the Holy Spirit was speaking on his mouth. 
That's why his words were full of wisdom. And they were not able to resist the wisdom and the spirit by which he spoke. Also, the Holy Spirit was shining in his face. When we are filled with the Holy Spirit, even our look will be peaceful to others, will give peace to others. And this happened with St. Stephen. We read in Acts 6, verse 15, And all who sat in the council, looking steadfastly at him, saw his face as the face of an angel. Saw his face as a face of an angel. I remember a story in the Paradise of Monks that some monks visited St. Anthony and all of them were asking him questions but there was one who was silent. He did not speak, he did not ask any question. So St. Anthony told him why you are not speaking, why you did not, don't ask questions like uh, your brothers. And his response was, it is sufficient for me to look at your face, my father. It is sufficient for me to look at your face, my father. So looking at the face of St. Anthony was the greatest lesson to that monk. In the same way, looking at the face of St. Stephen, they saw the angel, his face like angel of God, the grace. So when we are filled with the Spirit, actually our action and deeds will be powerful, our words will be full of wisdom, and also our appearance will be shining with glory and granting uh, peace to others, as St. Stephen. Then, at that time, actually, in the time of St. Stephen, the scripture was available only in uh, manuscript. And manuscripts are very, very expensive. So a regular person could not afford to buy a manuscript. Only rich people. So the people used to go to the synagogue and listen to the reading. And they were actually reciting the reading all the week in order to remember it. So I'm very impressed when I read Acts chapter 7 and the high priest asks St. Stephen, are these things so? St. Stephen start to explain with accuracy from the time of Abraham when God actually uh, appeared to Abraham until uh, the time of uh, Jesus Christ. And when actually you listen to these words and the quotes that he made, how he was able to uh, memorize and recall all these verses and all these incidents. Actually, maybe if one of us is asked to give a summary of the Old Testament as St. Stephen did, we 
who have the Bible available in so many different ways, maybe we cannot give the account accurately as St. Stephen. And this reminds me with the words of St. Paul when he said, let the word of God dwell richly in you. Dwell richly in you. Do you have the word of God dwelling richly in you? Can you recall verses? For example, if I tell you right now, recall five verses about anger. Recall five verses about forgiveness. Recall five verses about humbleness. Can you recall some verses? If not, then the word of God is not dwelling richly. These people like St. Stephen, they don't have the word of God available like we have it right now. And they will actually stand against us and testify because we have the word of God, but the word of God is not dwelling richly in us. I want to be like St. Stephen, spend every day 30 minutes, 20 minutes in reading the scripture, memorize some verses from scripture. Let the word of God dwell richly in you. The word of God will protect you, will give you wisdom, will enlighten your way. The word of God will help you to purify your heart and your mind and your thoughts. Let the word of God dwell richly in you. St. Stephen was a young person. He was not old. But again, because he was filled with the Holy Spirit, he was so powerful in, in truth and in testifying to the truth. Like John the Baptist, who actually stood before kings like King Herod and rebuked him. Here St. Stephen is speaking to the high priest and all the Sanhedrin. And listen to his courage, how he addressed them. In verse 51, he said, You stiff-necked and uncircumcised in heart and ears, you always resist the Holy Spirit as your fathers did. So do you. Which of the prophets did your fathers not persecute? And they killed those who foretold the coming of the just one of whom you now have become the betrayers and murderers. So you can see here how St. Stephen is very strong actually in speaking and rebuking the people in order to repent and return back to God. This is strength in testifying for the truth. You cannot have it except if you are filled with the Spirit. Because the Holy Spirit is the spirit of the truth. Many people right now shy to admit their position against uh, abortion, against LGBTQ, against all these things. We are afraid to be courageous and admit our uh, position against all this ungodliness that is surrounding us. But St. Stephen actually was very courageous and he paid a price. He, he was stoned to death because of his testimony, but he did not fear death. That's another aspect from his courage. He did not fear death. 
he was ready to die for the name of Christ. Also, St. Stephen, I was impressed by his understanding of the scripture. Uh, maybe now we understand how circumcision is a symbol of baptism from the letters of St. Paul. And during the time of St. Stephen, St. Paul was persecuting the church. But see how St. Stephen understood the scripture when he told them, you, you stiff-necked and uncircumcised in hearts and ears. So he understood the circumcision, the physical circumcision, is just a symbol to the true circumcision. The true circumcision is not the circumcision of the flesh, but it is the circumcision of the heart and the circumcision of the ear. Meaning what? If there is a filter or a membrane or a foreskin blocking my ear to listen to the word of God, then my ears are not circumcised. If my ears did not heed the word of God, if my ears against and resisting, and I'm turning my ears away from the word of God, from the word of truth, then my ears are not circumcised. In the same way, if my heart is hardened, not soft, that is uncircumcision of the heart. But the people who receive the grace of the Holy Spirit, their hearts is not stony, it's not made of rocks, but made of flesh. So, St. Stephen also did not only pay attention to the scripture when it was read, but he understood it correctly. He understood the meaning of circumcision in the right way. Even St. Paul explained the circumcision as it is just a symbol to the circumcision of the heart and circumcision of the ear that we receive it in the holy baptism. But St. Stephen, also through the grace of the Holy Spirit that filled his heart, was able to understand the depth of the scripture. Then the people, when they heard these things, they were cut to heart. Cut to heart means his words pierced their hearts. And instead of repenting, and instead of saying, what can we do? They gnashed at him with their teeth. And St. Stephen, how he responded when he saw these people coming with stones to stone him. How he responded to this. And here is a big lesson to us. But he being full of the Holy Spirit. And again, the emphasis, how he reacted this way because he was filled with the Holy Spirit. But he being full of the Holy Spirit, gazed into heaven and saw the glory of God and Jesus Christ is standing at the right hand of God. So he saw the glory of God the Father and saw Jesus Christ is standing at the right hand of God. And he said, look, I see the heavens open and the Son of Man is standing at the right hand of God. When actually we face a trouble or face 
persecution or face problem or hardship if we are filled with the Holy Spirit we will look to heaven and when we look to heaven we will find the heaven is open and God is comforting us God is there listening to our prayers God is there to listen to us in the day of our trouble he told us call me in the day of your trouble and I will deliver you and you will glorify me many times we keep the problem or the hardship in front of our eyes that's why we become anxious we become stressed we become worried but if you bring Christ if you bring God between you and the trouble and you look at the hardship through the eyes of Christ you will not be afraid you will not be fearful because I can do all things in Christ Jesus who strengthens me Bob Shenouda used to tell us put God between you and the hardship then you can overcome the hardship and your joy and peace no one will take it from you during the time of trouble instead of focusing on the trouble lift up your eyes to heaven like St. Stephen and you will see the heaven open listening to your prayers and sending you help from on high then the people cried out with a loud voice stopped their ears and ran at him with one accord they couldn't listen to the word of God they couldn't listen to the word of truth that's why they stopped their ears and they cast him out of the city and stoned him and unfortunately one of the people who witnessed and approved his stoning was St. Paul before his conversion yes I said unfortunately but uh, regarding St. Paul this was a fortunate opportunity many fathers said before the Lord appeared to St. Luke to St. Paul on the road to Damascus the image of St. Stephen actually was the first uh, piercing to the heart of St. Paul was the first goad that pierced the heart of St. Paul do you remember the Lord told him until when you kick against the goads goads to pierce you know the horse to run away so God was piercing the the heart of St. Paul to run to repentance and one of these goads was St. Stephen even St. Paul during his trial he referred to St. Stephen and he said uh, about how he approved the shedding of blood and stoning of St. Stephen uh, the martyr of God and the last lesson he was ready to go to heaven although he was young so he prayed Lord Jesus receive my spirit it's exactly like how the Lord on the cross said my father receive my soul in the same way St. Stephen said Lord Jesus receive my spirit 
But he did wonderful thing before he breathed his last. He forgave those who were stoning him. He said, Lord, do not charge them with this sin. He, he didn't want to leave the world holding grudges or holding judgment at anyone. So he forgave those who were stoning him and asked God not to charge them with this sin. So uh, many of us will say it is difficult to forgive. How can we forgive one another, those who hurt me? How can we forgive them? Learn from St. Stephen, but the key here that he was full of the Holy Spirit. He was filled with the Holy Spirit. That's why he was able to pray and to ask God to forgive those who stoned him. And when he had said this, he fell asleep. This was the last words from his mouth, forgiving those who stoned him. His life, although as I told you, it, it was mentioned only in two chapters in the scripture, but uh, it, was ve- it is very, very powerful story, very powerful story. And actually, after his uh, martyrdom, many people start to get afraid and scared because of the persecution. So they start to leave Judea and to go to other places like Samaria and um, Asia Minor, etc. And we read in Acts chapter 8, those who were scattered went everywhere preaching the word. So even in his death, in his martyrdom, actually he caused the spread of the word of God to other countries and to other cities. You know, because when he died, people get afraid and start to go to other uh, places, but going to other places like Samaria, they start preaching the word of God. It is true that the blood of the martyrs is the seed of faith. The blood of the martyrs is the seed of faith. Let us put the life of this great sin in front of us. Let us learn from him. Let us ask him to intercede on our behalf before God, that as he finished his race and as he fought the good fight, when we also finish the race of our life, fighting the good fight, being filled of the Holy Spirit, and glory be to God forever and ever. Amen.